everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. It's so great to have you here today. We are heading into the 4th of July holiday. All kinds of fun things are happening, and it's summer. <laughs> are you guys enjoying your summer? Uh, sorry, let me uh, take a couple of minutes here. Um, we've had some... Uh, tech changes on my end, and I'm just trying to get settled and make sure I'm ready for you. Okay, let's see. There we go. I think it's just pulling it up, and we'll get the show started. So just bear with me one second. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I'm going to do a show today. It's called... Attraction is chemical, not verbal. So one of my uh, listeners, Ed from Los Angeles, recommended this topic. And I I find it's an interesting topic because I often talk about how dating and mating is biologically based. We seem to think we're humans. We seem to think we have a lot of control. But many times we don't, and we we are not aware of our bodily functions with regard to what is driving us, what is motivating us to have this behavior or that behavior, okay? So there are chemicals involved, there are pheromones, and there are endorphins, and they they serve as motivators to drive you to a particular action or reaction to a particular event to that that uh, will exhibit itself in a specific uh, dating ritual or mating ritual right because if mother nature had its way she wants you to have these actions for the greater good in other words for the continuance of the species so why that's why those chemicals are there so he brought up an interesting point he wanted to he his statement was attraction is chemical and not verbal so part of that statement is a true statement and the other part of that statement is not 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 that true <laughs> and i want to explain to you why and the reason primarily uh, why that is, is because uh, the sexes are not the same. So what holds true for a female doesn't necessarily hold true for a male. And we're going to get into what those differences might be. Okay? So if you are wanting to call on this topic, call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951 922 3532 and today we are talking about attraction is chemical not verbal so we're going to break that down let's see if this is true or not all right before we get into today's topic um, if you happen to have missed last week's show we were talking about reading her body language now don't you wish you had a magic way to see if she's into you or not well actually now you do This must-listen show on how to read her body language will let you know what her cues are and what they mean. So only 7% um, of a relationship is based on the actual verbal communication, which means that 93% of our actions are not verbal, meaning that that there are definite physical cues as to letting you know whether she's into you or not. So it's quite interesting, right? Okay, bear with me one second. I just got to take a quick sip of water. One sec. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
Sorry about that, guys. I was a sip of water, and all my tech screens are different now. Um, and I hit the wrong button. So anyway, here we go. So if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about reading her body language. So if you missed this show, what you can do, if you haven't done so already, is go to Google, uh, type in the same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show, and download my mobile app. If you haven't already done so, it's available at um, for uh, Apple as well as Google users, and you can do so and download it. It's free. It's easy to use. You can listen to th- not only this show but any and all of my archive shows and catch up, right? If you haven't done that, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and the TuneIn app. All right, so make that happen. So let's circle back to today's topic So we're talking about attraction is chemical, not verbal. All right. So uh, I hate to be so discombobulated today, but that's just kind of how it goes, I guess. Just trying to get these things in order here. Let me see if I can catch up. All right. So does your body just sometimes take over and attraction is just physical, or do you have a choice in the matter? Can you force yourself to fall in love with someone? Conversely, can you turn off a chemical reaction if you don't want to have it? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And again, the name of the show is Attraction is is Chemical, Not Verbal. So we're going to see if we can uh, break down this concept and see which is true and which is not true. All right? Sounds good. Okay. There, there are many things that happen in your body that you may not be aware of. And another reason why someone may come to the wrong conclusion when making this assessment is for those of you who have read my book, the entire first chapter of my book, by the way, the name of the book is Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. You can find it on Amazon. We have it in paperback. We have it in the ebook. So, so easy for you to get. You can download the ebook in 90 seconds and bam, there you have it. But anyway, the first chapter of the book goes into the differences and they're almost always diametrically opposed. The way that a woman views something, the way that a man views something is usually completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. So, you know, with regard to my listener's comment on, you know, attraction is not verbal, I would say this is a very easy assessment for a guy to make because in general, guys are not verbal, right? So, That part of the statement is true. But when you're evaluating a woman, a woman is verbal because men get turned on by what they see physically, okay? And men get turned on by the physical. Their bodies are in motion because they have to be in motion when they're doing the act, right? They can't just lay there. So for that reason, the first part of the sentence, the first part of the assessment is correct. Yes, with regard to with regard to women, though, women are not uh, women are not physical. That's not where they get their cues from. That's not you know how women operate. Women operate be, and get turned on by what they hear. Women are auditorily based. So for that end, to that end, the verbal for a woman is very important. You got you guys get turned on by the visual, she gets turned on by the words. So that part of the statement to clarify, um, that's why, you know, it's a little different for female behavior as opposed to male behavior. All right, so let's go on from there. And um, I think it's important to point out that can women get turned on by the physical? Absolutely. 
Um, but it won't be as strong of a connection because for men, that's the only connection they need is the physical. Uh, if they see what they like, the curves are all in the right place, they're going for it, boom. There's no further thought pattern that a guy needs to do. He's done. He's ready to go. Whereas women, you know, they might initially be turned on by the physical, but they're going to keep thinking after that point. So women are going to rate the personality ahead of the physical. So it's one extra layer. It's not that both sexes don't uh, place great importance on the physical. It's just that women are might initially something might catch her eye but in order for her to move forward past that the personality has got to be be there so what does that mean exactly so the women rate safety and security ahead of physical now why would that be men don't rate do it this way they could care less about safety and security why because men in general are already strong you know, in general, Mother Nature made men bigger, badder, stronger, faster than we are, than women are, um, you know, for that very reason. That's why a woman seeks safety and security as part of her, part of her decision-making process as to whether she's moving forward. Because, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of the day, if there is a threat to the camp, if there is an animal, a wild animal that's coming into the village that may threaten herself and her children, um, she's looking for strong men to be around her or to be around the, the uh, women and children in that village to get rid of the threat. Okay, So that's why there's an extra layer for women where there's not an extra layer for men. So they women are evaluating whether or not the candidate can put a roof over their head in modern times, let's say. Back then, it used to be the threat of a natural occurrence like, you know, an avalanche or a hurricane or a tornado or what have you. Um, but in modern days, they are looking at can this other person put a roof over their head? Um, can this person... Uh, have the kids attend the best schools, and whether or not you will physically stand up to a male intruder. So that's what she's looking at today. That's today's version of protect and provide. So unfortunately, she's doing one extra layer of a screening process, if you will, than men do, because men don't have to do this. They, they've already got you know, strength and so forth. So they don't have to do this. They can go right to the physical and be, just be done. So men judge on the physical because of the evolutionary program prefers a healthy host for their seed. This is what my, my listener said um, in his comments. Now, that part is absolutely true. Women, except men who are chemically compatible to produce complementary immune system, no, not true. Women choose men primarily for strength, physical strength, because it's a trait that we don't generally have. This takes the form in the way of protection and or confidence. Women give a rat's tail about what their offspring will look like. Men, however, absolutely do care about what their offspring will look like. They want their offspring to be smarter, fitter, and healthier than they are, and that's why they seek out certain women to, to bond with, to procreate with. Make sense? So men are thinking about the procreation process. Women could give a, a rat's tail because, remember, she's rating personality overall. So if he seems like he's short or fat or bald or physically not capable, she, you know, she might choose a guy like that because she likes her the guy's personality. I know it sounds ridiculous, but... Women rate the personality ahead of the physical. So that's why uh, it's like that in Mother Nature. Now, for men, attraction 
is an attribute, meaning that it's a quality or a feature. It's like saying that a car has 350 horsepower and radial tires. Now, these two attributes don't tell you how the car rides. And in general, men don't also look for that, at least initially. Men just assume that size matters. In other words, men assume that if the engine size is engine size is sufficient, that's good enough. He's ready to drive the car. Same when evaluating women. So if the woman has a good hip to waist ratio, for example, that's good enough. He's in. They don't need to look further. They don't need to look for other cues as to whether or not they're going to proceed with this woman. Now, for women, attraction is a benefit. So see how this differs? Women are definitely looking at if the car is a good ride. In other words, she may be very magnetically attracted to the bad boy or the biker, but ultimately she needs to feel protected and provided for. So if this biker is a meth head, and emotionally or physically unavailable, she will move on. She needs someone with confidence who will protect her in an emergency situation. So women are magnetically attracted to some like men. Are they? Yes. But it won't last unless he has her back when needed. Make sense? So let's look at the second part of my listener's statement. Attraction is chemical, not verbal. So for men... This is true as men are not verbal, but men are physical. So it takes, uh, it, so it makes sense that for men, the attraction is a physical slash chemical reaction and not verbal. Whereas for women, this is not true. Women are turned on by what they hear. So ta because talking is auditory, women are attracted by what to what they hear. So. Are women turned on chemically like men? Yes, but it won't be cemented unless they also have the auditory cue as well. All right. So let's take a look at uh, some signs that show that you are headed in the right direction. So we'll catch you right back after the break. If you've just joined us, we're talking about attraction is chemical not verbal. You've just joined the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You can call in on this number, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about signs that show that you're headed in the right direction with this new mate. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hey guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about attraction is chemical, not verbal. Is this a true statement? Well, part of it's true. The other part of it is true for men, but not true for women. So that's what we're talking about today. So we're talking about the decided chemical reactions that happen in our body because Mother Nature wants to ensure the continuance of the species. She's not leaving it up to the humans to figure this stuff out. She wants to make sure that you're dating and mating. Okay, so that's why some of these things are taking place. So you can call us at 951 922 3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So there are some decided signs that will tell you that you're headed in the right direction with regard to this new person that you've just met. And here they are. You make plans to see each other. You don't overthink it. You know, I know a lot of dating books have a rule, you know, you have to wait 72 hours before you respond to your mate or things like that, or you have to play by this game or that game. So for for those who really, really like each other, I don't think you make any excuses whatsoever. You throw the rule books out the window and you just do what feels good and what you feel is right and you just make the plan. <laughs> doesn't have to be like a group date or today is Wednesday but I don't go out on Wednesdays or you know tomorrow is a tomorrow morning I have to wake up early it's a work day like all those rules go out the window and you just make plans to see each other bottom line you try to use every effort to make sure that that works so that's always um, a good indicator that you're heading in the right direction when the date planning happens easily. All right. Next up is you try to make an effort to spend time alone together, not just in a group. I know that this is a really big millennial thing. They try to always get together in a group, and it's usually a big group, like you know, eight or ten people or what have you, and that way it takes some of the stress and pressure off off of you interacting with the new person but as uh, as you know as well as taking the pressure off it really doesn't afford you the ability to get to know that person on a deeper level level so i think if the two of you are making an effort to spend alone time together um kind of pushing aside the group so you can get a deeper connection with one another, I think that's a really good sign. Next up is you've been through something very difficult. Now, of course, we all wish that our lives go easy breezy all the time, but nothing bonds two people better than going through a trying experience together because it really shows what you're made of. It's like a cementing element um, happens when you go through some sort of crisis together, whether the crisis is 9-11 or a hurricane or an explosion. It's a bonding moment. It's a complete second C, connect with someone, um, as you've shared the same experience at the same time. So connect with C, for those of you uh, who haven't read my book, um, I put this in the book because it's a great bonding technique that you need to find something in common with her to win her over. And in general, 
if you if the situation already throws you in the same environment at the same time let's say the elevator gets stuck you know on the 17th floor and you now have to spend two hours with this person guess what you're gonna bond um you know, you can't really make the process go any faster. The electricians or the firemen or whatever, they can't, you know, fix the problem any faster than they do. So you might be stuck in that elevator for two hours. So this is a good thing because whenever you have um, a shared crisis moment, it automatically acts as a natural bond. Um, now, that's for people who are experiencing the same crisis or the same experience at the same time. But it can also be very bonding if you share the same experience but at different times. For example, you lost your mom to breast cancer and so did she. Now, of course, they weren't at the same exact time and day, but because you went through that experience and she went through that experience, you probably had very similar emotions that came up for you during your mom's illness, and so did she. So that's a bonding effect. That's a second C moment, you know, connect with her kind of moment. Um, if you, by the way, if you need more information on what connect with her means, You'll have to read the book because you're missing out. It's a, it's a very powerful technique that I recommend and I teach the men on how to win her over and definitely one that you should put in the repertoire. By the way, uh, salespeople should use this technique too because you're wanting to close the sale. You're wanting to bond with the uh, uh, sales manager or you wanting wanting to bond with the CEO or whoever you're selling your product or service uh, to you will need to know how to use this technique because it's not forced it's very natural and it's a very clean linear line how to get from A to Z quickly right just bond with them okay all right so as I was saying you can bond with someone who has the same experience but at different times so we just talked about the breast cancer Oh, or it might be that you studied for the bar exam last summer and she now is currently studying for the bar exam this summer. So again, you both had to go through this ritual. You both had to go through this hardship slash crisis, you know, getting through this bar exam and um, didn't necessarily have to be at the same exact time. In this case, it was two different summers, right? But the experience is the same. So you can very easily use something like that to move your relationship ahead and a lot in a lot faster manner than if you didn't have this experience. Make sense? Okay. Okay. How about if the conversations between you get very deep in an effortless non-forced way that's also a really good sign because if you have a real connection with somebody your conversations will be easy and free-flowing not awkward like I say in my book that's another chapter things should be easy the relationships should be easy it's a definite sign to let you know you're going in the right direction if you're always having to force the round peg in a square hole it just never it just never works i mean cuz you're always primping and prodding and trying to force something that really doesn't want to be forced and that should be a red flag but if you find things are going easily it's always a good sign whether it's a uh, dating type of situation or let's say when you're applying for that job things just fall into place, they go easily, everything goes your way, or you're applying for the apartment, um, things go easily, the other people move out just as you want to move in, you know, it could be anything in life, but it, if it flows easily, I say that it's meant to be, and you should follow that, because why make something harder than it is, and it's a good omen if things are flowing easily, it just means that you're on the right track. So good. So I think um, 
you know, you might have some substance to be sure. Maybe you both love to pick apart the latest Marvel movie, but you'll also find yourself naturally discussing more important events in your lives, your families and subjects that are important to you. So you, if you find that you are um, incorporating uh, future events with your new mate, that's a good sign. If you're incorporating your families uh, together, you're melding them, or you're incorporating, you're bringing her into your world with subjects that are important to you, all these are very good signs that it's going in the right direction. And if she's responsive to that, to these uh, upcoming events, all the better, right? Because she's on board. Next up, you progressively spend more time together. Now, as you progress to have, as you progress to have a, having a deeper relationships, relationship, you'll progressively spend more time together. Conversely, if you are dating for months and months and one of you seem content to only see each other every once in a while, it's a sign that one of you isn't feeling a deeper connection. And we've all been victim to that one, right? I mean, it's just, you know, you're on one page and the other person is trying to act all squirrely and not be be noncommittal. And um, it's just not a good look. It's probably a sure sign that something is up, something is wrong, and you need to take notice of that. All right, next up, you don't only hang when it's convenient. So now this is especially true um, if you are dating, if you or your partner or both have a pretty demanding schedule and you're crazy busy, yet you still find the time to carve out just a little slice of time to spend with the person that you like. Uh, even if it means you've lost an extra half an hour or one hour of sleep for the next day, taking that sign that you're interested in something more than the superficial, it's always a good look. It's always a good sign. So if you're trying to carve out time uh, in your schedule where there is no time, it means that you value this new friendship, right? All right. Next up, let's say you are involved in other in each other's lives, friends and families. So as your relationship grows and your confidence and your and your connections deepen, you will both naturally become involved in each other's lives. So if you're dating and dating and you never seem to move forward and you never meet their friends or family members, then you might need to rethink if your connection is really there. So if you're being shielded from meeting others in, in your significant other's life, it's not a good sign. So, you know, unless the, the family member is an axe murderer and that's why they don't want to bring you around um, shy of that, you know, you should be opening up those doors pretty readily and it is a pretty good sign. Uh, how about if you're able to travel together without too much bloodshed? So traveling with another person can be challenging even when you're not in a romantic relationship. If you're able to spend a touristy week away with your new partner, navigating a new place and compromising about what you want to do and see without wanting to kill each other, it may be a sign that the two of you are compatible on a deeper level. I know some people, they get to the new town, they want to see every uh, place of interest, they want to see every historic site, they want to have their day planned out to the last hour, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are people who don't want to do any planning at all and just willy-nilly walk around the city, and hopefully they will run into some of the um, points of interest in the city that that are important that most people, most touristy people look at, right? So if you can meld those two extremes and you're cool with doing it one way versus the other way and just kind of going with the flow, I think that's a good sign. All right. Next up, you start using the word we. So you be, 
you begin thinking in terms of a unit rather than an individual. So this is a really good sign because otherwise if you keep saying I, 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 then that means the person is single-minded and selfish and self-centered and they're not really being inclusive. I think that would be a bad sign. Um, a red sign to look out for. So, but if they start adopting the word we, that's always a good thing. All right, next up, you do have more than, than sex. So, of course, men are attracted to the woman because he wants to have sex with her. Of course, that's true. But if you find yourself going beyond the scope of sex, it means that gee, you might want to spend daytime hours with her and what are you going to do during those daytime hours and how are you going to spend that time? I think it's always a good sign. So while sex is an important part of the relationship at any stage, but if you find that you and your partner spend more time between the sheets than actually talking, then you might not have much more in common than the physical chemistry. So uh, your partner might not want to be so inclusive with other aspects of his or her life and not a good sign, probably a red sign. So if you find that you're doing things beyond just the sex, I think that's a good thing, don't you? All right. Well, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about attraction is chemical, not not verbal. Is this true? Is it not true? We're trying to discern discern how the chemicals work in the body, what, what comes naturally, even though we might not be aware of their functions, it all is for a good cause and a good reason, right? So if you want to call in, you can do so. Call us at 951-922-3532 when we come back from the break we'll be talking about more about sexual chemistry and what our bodies understand about love that sometimes our brains haven't even caught up that far yet so we'll catch you right back after the break thank you so much Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about attraction is chemical, not verbal. So we're going into some of these bodily functions that happened that happen automatically 
oftentimes without our knowledge or awareness, but they happen just the same and they are there for a reason. So they are feel-good chemicals like dopamine that dump into your system that make you feel good about a person. Maybe sometimes it makes you have your heart race or maybe it gives you the feeling of butterflies or the lump in your throat or sweaty palms or just sweatiness in general. There are all kinds of these sorts of things that happen that uh, is a signal to you that something is going on, some chemical reaction is going on. By the way, if you love our show, show your love. So many ways you can do so. You can listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book, Mastering Women on Amazon. These are all things you can do to support the show. So share that, make it happen, click on some of these things, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. And just like Ed today, you can also request a particular topic. Just go to my Facebook fan page, same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and send me a private message or send a message on my on my wall and say, I'd like you to talk about a particular topic or I want you to have a guest on your show and give me the links and give me the information and I will try to make that happen. All right? Okay. So if you've just joined us, you can call in on this topic. We have a few minutes uh, left remaining. Our number is 951-922-3532. Again, the number is 951 951- Nine two two thirty five thirty two. Also remember that Henson Brewing Company is now open. We're open Thursday through Sunday in Burbank, California. We are waiting to see you. Mention the show and get a free pint on me. All right? All right. Excuse me. Let's go back to today's topic. And they there are a few chemical things that happen. There are some sexual chemistry things that happen that our bodies understand that long ahead of when our brains understand something. So, for example, and I tell you guys this all the time. I know you don't want to believe me, but it's so very true. Um, oftentimes, girls get the reaction that they don't have anything common with a particular person until the kiss. Now, the kiss is very important to a girl. The kiss for a girl is almost the equivalent of having sex for a guy. So when you kiss her, you transfer testosterone to her saliva and it amplifies her feelings for you. So those those of you who are avoiding the kiss, I say nay, nay. You better get with the program and either learn how to kiss or learn how to like it because <clears throat> there are many girls who would have walked away otherwise until you kiss them. So, you know, it's not uncommon that after you kiss them, and again, the kissing, like I say, it's a chemical reaction that is exploding in her with regard to your kiss um you know you guys have 10 times the amount of testosterone in your system as she does so if you can kind of beat the system system so to speak and deliver some extra testosterone in her mouth through your saliva why not use that heck yeah (laughs) so she might carry it further depending on how well you kiss and how often you kiss she might you know continue that until you get full intimacy so it's not something that should be taken lightly you should definitely uh, at least by the end of the date go for the kiss all right what else is happening well perfect on paper isn't always perfect in person so let's say sometimes you're using a dating app and, you know, you're reading it from the screen and they seem so, uh, you know, glorious and you're, maybe you're private messaging this person and they still seem like there's a lot there. And I always say that cyber dating is mainly fake. So anyone can sound good uh, on a computer, 
on a touch screen, on a cell phone, or heck, even if you pick up the phone and call uh, verbally, all of those things are not the real deal. The only thing that's the real deal is to meet the person directly in person because you might have gotten overjoyed um, dating somebody, you know, on cyber, but then when you meet the person in real life, there's nothing there. So I think um, the body is telling you that I have no connection with this person. And it's because you're, you're now seeing the person in 3D. You're, you're smelling them. You're touching them. You're seeing them. You know, you get all the senses going and all the senses may say, I don't like this person or I'm not attracted to this person. Where the reason why the cyber dating is so much fun is because during the pauses your mind is filling in the blanks and you're making this person out to be better than they really are. So always make sure that you have an opportunity before you schedule a big date. And by the way, I don't recommend big first dates should just be a meet and greet on the first date, but you should always do that ahead of spending an hour or more with the person. So don't schedule big dates. Um, Even though they sounded great, on the dating app, you know, it may not come true when you meet in person. Okay. Have you ever had an experience where an initial eye contact with a stranger, um, maybe your heart goes a flutter? So it's possible. It could be that the way the person looked at you is just turning you on and you just can't wait to find find out more about this person, whether it means running down the hallway or jumping over a bench or whatever. You have to get closer to that person because there was something about their look that uh, turned you on, that kind of forced you to explore the situation, at least to find out if it's a yay or nay or if they're married already or whatever the situation is. But, um, yeah, I think the physical look is very important. Okay. Uh, Touch screen. So I think they're talking about the digital age and using your cell phone to screen out certain candidates, and that's all well and good like we were talking about a moment ago. But just make sure that it's not all that, that you're not doing all of your dating on a touch screen because it's very deceiving and it's not very accurate. So it's better to, if you're spending more time on your cell phone texting and what have you, rather than seeing the person in person, there's probably a reason for it. Uh, It might be that that person is still, um, has a spouse at home. It might be that the person still has a boyfriend or girlfriend at home, or they might still be entangled in some way. There's almost always a reason why they're spending so much time on the cell phone versus actually spending time seeing you in person. So not a good sign. Uh, let's see what else. Okay. Uh, Okay, what else? Well, sometimes the sensual body buzz we receive from someone uh, with whom we've had indestructible compatibility is a really, really rare feat. After all, we are ever so easily able to engage in the art of conversation, right? So we are hyper-intelligent, self-aware individuals connecting with people on an intellectual level is not usually an issue for two seemingly compatible people. But let's not lose sight of our sexual draw in the thick of words, text messages and screenshots. Let's never forget to listen to our bodies because sometimes they are far wiser than we give them credit for. So now, no matter how perfect he or she appears, no matter how amazing his or her words are, no matter how much our parents would approve of the awesome specimen standing in front of us, if his or her touch doesn't feel right, don't ignore that because there's probably a reason why your body is rejecting this person. So it's supposed to feel good. And if it doesn't, 
That means something is wrong. It's a message that your body is sending you that something is a little off and to take caution. So after all, a body can sometimes be far more telling than any highly intellectual conversation could ever stand to be. So don't discredit your body. Um, and it's intoxicating wonders of sexual chemistry because our bodies, unlike our words, cannot lie. Okay, so very important uh, clues to have. All right, let's see. All right, let's see what else we got here. One second, bear with me. Okay, all right, so, you know, you sometimes feel that magnetic draw with someone and it's pulling you towards another person. It's making you curious with intense, in, uh, with in, with such intensity, and it almost feels like, you know, you're beyond the realm of your own self-control. So it's a strong magnetic attraction that draws you to this person. So it. Um, you know, it sweeps across the room. It's all-consuming. If you, if you feel like you have this type of uh, uh, reaction, it's definitely, you know, good to pursue it and see just where that takes you. There are so few things in life that we do that aren't calculated and aren't premeditated. It's nice to occasionally have this experience where you're just going with your gut and you just want to do what feels good and there's nothing wrong with doing what feels good, right? Okay. So on that note, um, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We will catch you each and every Wednesday right here, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Men's Advocate Show. So we'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now. 